Hey, Coach, I, I hope you're doing well. Just um, could you talk a little bit about how well the offensive line is playing? It seems like every week they've gotten better in terms of pass protection and then obviously in the run game. Yeah, they've, they've done a great job. Um, you know, and it, and it hasn't been easy. Obviously, Ben Barch going down with injury and and Shaq coming in and filling in that spot and kind of changes the dynamics of things. But, you know, Shaq's a guy that's been around here, has great chemistry with everybody he plays next to. Um, and it's really all those guys just getting on the same page. Like, when, when we all know what we're doing, where we're going to, who we're going to, um, and communicate really well, which they've done, it gives us the best chance for success. And, and, and it's not just them. You know, it's the, it's the quarterback playing on time, the receivers being where they're supposed to be, when they're supposed to be there, and then the backs identifying things as well. They, you know, they're a big part of our pass protection as well as the tight ends. And then the skill players being open when we are throwing the ball on the right timing, staying in favorable situations for us. All of it plays together to to allow us to have that kind of success. And then just, you know, this week, obviously going up against, you know, Chris Jones and, and, and guys like that, how tough of a challenge is it going to be for the offensive line and, and the offense in general going up against this defensive line? Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, it feels like every single week there's somebody on the defensive line. If not one guy, there's two guys that, you know, you're aware of that we know are impact players. And, and Chris Jones is certainly that type of guy. Um, and he plays all over the line for them. So it's a matter of identifying where he is, making sure we're in favorable situations. You know, you you can't get yourself in second and 12 behind the sticks where everybody knows you're throwing the football and expect to win all your one-on-ones against him. You know, so you, you want to stay on schedule. You want to stay uh, where the whole playbook's available to you. You can keep him guessing. You can keep him out of pass rush situations. But he's certainly a guy we have to be aware of at all times just because he is an impact player for them. Thank you. All right, we'll go to John Shipley, then Gary. Hey, Press, hope you're doing well. I, I saw a stat yesterday that from, I think, the point of the last drive in the first half that you guys got the ball till the end of the game, Trevor only threw one incompletion. I mean, what can you really say about his performance, you know, at, over the second half of that game after maybe a bit of a slow start? Yeah, you know, I thought he did a great job. You know, there was early on he missed a slant, I think, on third down. Um, but beyond that, I thought he did a great job being accurate, being decisive with the football guys getting open for him. Again, that's what it comes down to. You, you have nowhere to throw the ball if nobody can get open or you can't keep a clean pocket. So it's really everybody playing in conjunction um, kind of has that success for the offense, but he was definitely locked in. You know, it's one of those things you, you don't really notice it. You're just continuing to be efficient and effective and moving the football. And by the time you look at it, somebody points out, hey, he's hit 10 in a row, whatever he's hit. Um, and that, that's what you want it to be. You don't want it to be surprised that we're throwing these completions. You want to be just, you call plays, they execute them well, you roll. And, and by the time you look up, your, your numbers are productive, but we're not concerned with his numbers. It's, it's more as an offense, we want to score points. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to put our team in the best position to win the game at the end of the day. Doug said on Sunday that sometimes a young quarterback needs a game like that to kind of show him, okay, what coach has been saying, you know, is the right thing to do. Is that kind of the same impression you get? Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's been games that he's done that. You know, there's been a couple games this year where he's he's really kind of caught fire. He's, he's taken what the defense has given him and been effective in our offense. And then there's games he hasn't performed as well. So you're trying to eliminate the roller coaster of a season, but it's going to happen. We just want the consistency, the growth from him uh, that he's been able to show. And as an offense, we need to be more consistent over time. Uh, you know, that's kind of us taking the next step as an offensive unit. Thanks, Press. Okay, we'll go to Gary, then we'll go to Jamal. Hey, Press, in regards to Travis, uh, what's the balance or what's the fine line between not wanting to curb a guy's natural instincts in a very physical game 
and protecting himself a little bit better from getting popped really hard. And if you remember back in training camp, when you got past for the first time and Trey really popped him that one time and, and, and Travis got right back up and he said later on that he really relished that hit. But at some point, do you want him to learn to uh, kind of run out of bounds a little bit or, or, or do you not want to just, like I said, curb those instincts he's got right now? Yeah, you, you definitely want to take don't want to take away a guy's instincts and the way he carries the ball. And that's part of the reason he's been such an explosive runner for us. Uh, but at the same time, we understand it's a grueling game. It's a very physical game. Um, there's going to be nicks and bruises. And so whatever we can do to help him learn to protect himself in all those situations, understand when the down's over, when, you know, maybe another hit's not necessary for a yard or whatever that may be based on the situation. But um and that can also go with the way we manage him. You know, he had 30-something touch, 30 touches, 30-something touches the other night. Uh, you know, it, long-term, is that the right way to handle it? Um, you know, it's hard to say we're not going to give one of our best players the football as much as we can, but, you know, doing it the right way, making sure that he's handling things the right way. He's very professional in his approach, does a great job with his recovery. Uh, our sports, our strength staff does a great job of getting all these guys. And that's why I think you've seen kind of the health play out throughout the year, but which is certainly something we're aware of and continue to coach with him. And you're talking about the at-bats he's getting right now. Is it is it also difficult to rein in the instincts of the coaching staff to, to keep going to the hot guy? Um, I mean, I don't know that you want to rein in getting away from the hot guy, but yeah, there's certainly, you know, the long-term vision of a season and the touches we envision in a game, but ultimately it comes down to doing what's best for the team to win that game. And if that's, you know, riding the hot hand at that time, if that's spreading the ball around, um, based on carries, touches, whatever that may be, then then that's what we're going to do to give us a chance to win the game. Okay, thanks. Jamal? What's up, Coach? Um, we talk a lot about that Chiefs offense. How much pressure can that Chiefs offense put on your offense to kind of maximize those possessions and maybe even kind of chew some clock up? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely certain ways to approach it. You know you need points against these guys. They're the number one scoring offense. We're aware of that. Uh, I think one of the biggest things with these guys is they're never out of the game. So if you build a lead or you're sitting there, it's not something where, all right, we can just run some clock and, and you know, we're okay with three and out and punting the ball as long as we take their, they can score in a hurry. I mean, we saw it all last year. We saw it through this season so far. Um, obviously the playoff game last year is very memorable. They had what 13 seconds or whatever it was, and they were able to go down and score. So it's, it's something you can never take your foot off the gas with these guys and the offensive system that they have because they're capable of scoring. Uh, at the same time, we never go into a drive thinking we're not going to score. You know, we're always trying to score. It's just you, we got to do a great job as our offense of eliminating the unforced errors that we've had. You know, we've, we've put the ball on the ground the other day. The one turnover was completely unforced. It's a ball handling exchange with the quarterback running back, and you can't have things like that. And that's kind of the thing that I think has hindered us a little bit as an offense that we eliminate those things. We expect to continue to climb and improve as a group. And do you see Trevor getting more and more comfortable tucking and running at this point in the season? Um, yes and no. I think that's always been a little bit of him. I think he's understood. I think it's just the way it happened the other day, how it was just, he didn't even blink. He just took off. You know, he, he saw an opening in the defense, understood the situation, took off. That's something certainly he's got, he's, he's a great athlete. Um, and so getting him out in space, letting him run, use his speed, um, that's something that definitely benefits us. If he's able to create with his legs and whether it's first down, second down, or even third down, it's a huge advantage for us. Appreciate it, coach.